there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Beginning this hour uh, with more of tonight's slate Cavs, Knicks, big game back at the Garden in New York, and uh, Cleveland legend. The real T. Rizzo. Tony Rizzo joins the program now, ESPN Cleveland. No yeah. Good morning, sir. How how you been? Fellas, I'm doing great. I listen every morning. So uh, so happy to be on with you and tell Nigel thanks for all the love I'm making uh, soccer money. Yeah, guy's been on a nice little heater here over yeah. the last couple of weeks. Bet against Chelsea, bet on Aston yeah. Villa. It's been that easy. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, Tony, I said in the first hour, I like the Knicks tonight. Friday night, the Garden's going to be rocking to go back. I think they win game three. And then I would like the Cavs to come back. I think it's going to be a long series here, potentially all seven games. What What is your feel for tonight's game? Well, here's what happened. In game one, Donovan Mitchell thought he was playing, you know, one on five. And that was perfect for Thibodeau, and, and they got the win. But in game two, I give Mitchell credit. 17 points, 13 assists he distributed. Garland can play, and he showed that, and the Cavs found their way. But tonight, I would expect this, yes. Uh, the Knicks will be ready. The Garden will be ready. Uh, I don't know how intimidated the Cavs are going to be, but, you know, it's a tough place to play in the playoffs. So you can only imagine who's sitting courtside tonight. But we're on the – we are the late – well, not the late late, but we're 8.30 tonight. And then we're 1 o'clock on Sunday. The Cavs are the younger team, Mitch. I agree. I take the Knicks tonight, the Cavs on Sunday. I think this series is going all seven games. All right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, I, they, the Knicks had a better road record. Where are you at with uh, the supporting cast and how they, they perform with Cleveland? And, uh, you, you know, the Okoro thing, couldn't play them. Lavert, they found something there with Lavert. Where are you at with the supporting cast if they can play well game three, game four? Well, the Knicks are deeper. They've got a better bench. Lavert did find it, but that's him. He's hot and cold. I don't know where he'll be tonight. You can't really count on him. You know, we brought this up in the break, guys, but, boy, the Cavs could use Kevin Love right about now. You know, they could use a guy. Yeah, they could use a guy to hit a three. You know, Brian Winters comes on his show. He's from here once a week. And he even brought it up this week. He said, you know, that's the one move I still cannot explain yes for the Cavs getting rid of Kevin Love I don't know maybe he walked in and said he wanted out but uh it's up it's going to be up to the starters to win this game for the Cavs because 
they don't have a lot after their starting five. It's it's a weird profile, right? They have a profile of a top two seed because they're top ten in offensive and defensive efficiency. But then you see where they're at. Their numbers are at the bottom in rebounding and crunch time offense. That's bizarre. Two seven footers, yeah. and they're in the bottom of rebounding. Can't can't explain it. Those guys need to get more physical. Now I will say, Jared Allen played a much better game in game two. He was a lot more physical. And that's exactly what they needed. Mobley's young. Guys, he's 21. I mean, you know, he's got to grow into his body, too. You know, we're trying to get him to eat some cheeseburgers over here. But you know how that goes when you're young. Right. Uh, I told him, wait till, wait till you turn 40. You can't eat anything. You eat half of what you used to eat. You weigh the same. <laughs> With, uh, how do the locals feel about this team, though? Because, I mean, you, you, the couple of years ago, it was rough when LeBron left. But now you go yeah. from play-in game you're a, you're a, you're 20 games over 500. You're a top four seed. I'll tell you, if Brown leaves Boston and Harden leaves Philly, you might be a top two seed, and you're young next year. Yes, the future's bright, and the the town has embraced this young team. I'll tell you, the uh, Romo Field, Rocket Morgan Fieldhouse, was rocking for the first two games. The crowds here are insane, but you know it's a wait and see thing, guys. In the NBA, you got to take steps. It's hard to go from play-in game uh, ousted last year to uh-huh. conference finals this year. They're learning. They're learning about the playoffs. But I thought they took a big step in game two. Okay, uh, National Football League here, Tony. It's follow the money on VEASAN, the Sports uh, Betting Network. Tony Rizzo, our guest, ESPN Cleveland. Charles Barkley was on your station this week when he made comments about Lamar Jackson potentially playing with fire here with the contract. That, that, that happened on your station? Yeah. Yes, it did. And... You know, the reason that he is inside right now is because of Deshaun Watson. And it's the deal that they gave Deshaun. Now, the Haslam's take a lot of heat. But think about it, guys. The owner here is so desperate and wants to win so badly, he pissed off the rest of the league and gave this kid that contract, and the Browns don't care. And I'm going to tell you something. Watson's in a good place now. He was not last year. It was very difficult. Browns are flying under the radar. I think they're over-unders eight and a half. I'm going to tell you, if they're under eight and a half, there's some people who are going to be fired. Stefanski is under a lot of pressure. Mm. They gave this kid $230 million, and it's up to him to make him look like Deshaun Watson from three years ago. Now, think about the quarterbacks he's had. He's had Kirk Cousins. He, he, he's had Baker Mayfield. He had Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, he hasn't had a quarterback like this with a skill set. So we're all waiting to see how he's going to impl- implement Watson into an offense because it's his job to make Watson a pro bowler again. And boy, is he, so the Browns are flying under the radar. I mean, I know everybody's recency bias, but if Watson could play like he did three, four years ago, he's an elite quarterback. The Browns put a pretty damn good team around him. Well, yeah, he was top five when he was playing and healthy and all the nonsense happened in Houston. Let's say they do win around nine games, but they don't make the playoffs because the AFC is loaded. I mean, you brought up Stefanski. He, I, this guy does appear to be in some hot water if he doesn't uh, succeed this year. Is he gone without a playoff appearance this year? He just won coach of the year. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to say, Mitch. That was three years ago. It depends how the season goes, how the injuries go. But how about this? We know Tamar Hanlon is going to play this year. And, Mitch, I've heard you say comeback player of the year. If he plays one game, it's over. And I get that. But don't count out Watson for comeback oh. player of the year. Let's see how that goes. Oh, come on. No way, Tony. They're not going to give that to him with one half. Oh, he'd have to put up ridiculous numbers uh, as well. How- He's been a stellar citizen, Paulie. He's been a stellar <laughs> citizen. What, what, uh, what, uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say. That was, uh, I, I lost my train of thought. No first uh, round pick? Yeah. Uh, no, going back to with, with uh, Barkley on, with Barkley. No, no. With with the Jackson contract, what what the Hurts contract? What do you think that means for Lamar? And if the doors open, where Baltimore loses him? I we I cannot figure this out, guys. Baltimore is the they were the Browns. Believe me, we follow Baltimore here. Um, they were one of the smartest organizations ever. I don't know what their end game is here. I don't know why they don't want to pay the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they gave him. Then they gave him the lower offer, which I guess ticked him off. And he seems like. A kid that would come in and play is going to take it out to the end. This isn't going to end anytime soon. And I can't believe none of these other teams 
have come up like the Falcons, the teams that need a quarterback, yes. and not made an offer for this guy. I, I, I'm not going to say collusion, but, boy, there's something fishy about this situation. No, I mean, we've been saying that for, I think, three yeah. months. A team like the Colts, Tony, would rather take their chances yeah. with maybe a Will Levis than, than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I, I, or, or, who's? Yeah. Come on, you can't be serious with this. No, it, it's it's a head scratcher for telling you that Watson contract. I know it hasn't paid off yet for the Browns, but at least it threw a, a wrench into what the Ravens are trying to do right now. Yep, uh, we know you're from Draft Day, uh, Believe Land, ESPN Radio in Cleveland. Tony Rizzo, what do you think the Browns are going to do in the draft? Well, they don't pick till '74, which in Cleveland it's a giant buzzkill. You know, the draft yep. was our Super Bowl for how many years? Uh, I guess if Watson pans out, nobody's going to care. But they got to go D-line. They still have to go D-line. They're a little thin there. And they hired Schwartz as their coordinator. I thought that was a great move. Jimmy's a pro's pro. He's missed the last couple of years because of health. I guess he's ready to go now. So they added some pieces, parts there. I wouldn't be surprised if they added another uh, receiver or tight end for Watson. But they went out and, uh, and got Elijah Moore, Marquise Goodwin, some speed threats. So this offense is ready to go. There's no more excuses here for the Browns and their offense and Kevin Stefanski. Yep. Tough division, man. Very tough division mm-hmm. again this year. I and mean, where are they, do you think, in the oh, picking yeah. order? You know, I would put them maybe second or third. I'm not sure. Cincinnati clearly is the best team right now with Burrow. And i got to tell you, I'm surprised, man. After watching Zach Jackson uh, in, in uh, Zach Taylor week one and uh, year one, I never thought the Bengals – would get it done on him, and they have. They yeah. put together a nice team. But if the it's all up to Watson. You know, if Watson yeah. can play at the level, Haslam and the Browns think he can, the Browns are going to be in this thing this year. Great job, Tony. Enjoy the games. Fun to talk to you. We'll catch up soon. Get here to Circa. Come visit. Guys, I gotta, I've got to get to Circa. I have Circa envy right now. Thanks, pal. Thank be you. Be good. Enjoy the weekend. Anytime. Anytime. I'm glad they're talking about that, Kevin. That is such a weird story because – they were bad for so long, and he, and they, they wanted and people were like, take the buyout, right? You know, go to Portland, go to a winning team. You can make a difference and help someone out of playoff time. And then they're good, and they're a top five seed, and still there was a lot of basketball left. And you thought you might even play Miami in Paul, the playoffs. Why would you do that, Paul? They announced the six man of the year last night. Malcolm Brogdon won. You recall last year, Kevin Love was in the mix to win that award. That was a year ago. Tyler Hero eventually it. won it, but Kevin Love, no. I vividly remember, like, could this guy actually steal the award? So, and now yeah. you look at the bench, he's exactly right. Knicks clearly have a better bench than this Cavs team. Love Tony, but the, the Watson come. You, you think it, no chance. Oh, you think what, the voters no are going to say no, we'll give it to him. I would say Ridley has a better shot. It's what you're coming back from. Uh, we know what yeah. he's coming back from. Yeah. Don't, don't forget, no, there, there, there was a voter two years ago who made up his mind in August that he would not vote Aaron Rodgers MVP. He admitted that. Yeah. So you think that they have an agenda? Of course they do. They'll, they'll, they filed that away. A lot of them will think that he's a scumbag yeah. and a horrible human being. And there's no way he's going to get the vote. This will be a great atmosphere tonight. Good point, though, you made and he made, too, about the schedule. Now you're the early game Sunday. Yeah. They can, but that's right. you got seven footers. And at times, you can't, you're can't. you at the bottom and rebounding. You have those two big guys. And I know. Came back to bite you in game one on some key possessions. It is strange. We will dive into the NFL draft a little bit more coming up next. We have a new favorite to go second overall, believe it or not. I'll tell you who that is. Coming up on Follow the Money, it's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on v Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit v to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see the changes in all the action. You can check out future events as well. Check out the betting splits for every game at v Get juicy now, my friend. NFL draft? Yep, six oh, okay. days away, and there's always something new with the markets and the movement and the odds. So and the tweets, people keep suggesting that the Eagles could go Bijan Robinson running back out of Texas with that 10th pick overall. They keep floating him out there, mocking him potentially there. Might make a good spot to bet Bijan to go at number 10. Well, where, where are you at with Daniel Jeremiah, who's an analyst for NFL Network? He's one of the guys that I can absolutely feel good about and for the most part trust this time of year, right? I think he's very good. Yeah. He came out yesterday, and he's been adamant about this for months, basically, saying they're not going to take Bijan Robinson. He said yesterday, quote, I worked in the Eagles organization for two yes, years. Yep. And if there's such a thing as less than a 0% chance that it <laughs> happens, that is the case there in Philadelphia. He's saying less than a 0% chance the Eagles take Bijan Robinson. I believe the story goes he and Howie Roseman were what best men in each other's weddings. I believe that's the story oh. there. Well, no, I, I just knew good friends. Well, they're so they're right. just I mean, they're like this. Okay. I mean, he's he's just sitting there screaming from the mountaintops. Yeah. He's not going to Philadelphia. So I kind of take him for his word here. Right. And this is Peter King and others just saying these mocks are way off. And again, you brought up Kuiper. With he still he still has the first four picks. There's no way that's happening, you know, where it's going to go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. What struck me yesterday was Benjamin Solak from the Ringer, who has who mocked Levis number two, and it was a trade. He said, "I know the Colts love Levis, and they will take him at four. I don't know if he'll be there. Now, how about that? And that's got to be a trade then too, because there's no way I can't see Houston taking him." I think Houston's going to go defense, and that's that's when the thing. Who's it going to be though? Who's coming up to, if he's right? I'm not sure. I believe Levis will be there at four. Could they actually? That's, is, oh, he has skyrocketed up uh, to move up where he's at at four. In some books, he's the favorite to go two. This is yes, nuts. he is. He yep. is six and a half under minus three dollars at some books. That keeps moving by the hour, the yes. way it seems. He was originally, I believe, seven and a half. Now think about that. Minus three dollars to go under six and a half. And the head to head against Richardson, how that's flipped? Totally flipped. Um, could the Texans shock the world and actually take him at number two overall? Because there's no steam coming out about this, right? This would kind of feel like last year with Derek Stingley a little bit, but also more right. like the Chargers with Joey Bosa a couple years ago, where nobody had that going. That's the one example we keep bringing up. It's because 
there wasn't a single human being on the planet that that mocked him to go third overall to uh, at the time San Diego, and they're like, yeah, this is the guy that we've loved for more than a year. We're taking him number three overall, and they did, and nobody had that. And it, could it be like that actually happens in Houston? If not, if they do go defense, the thought here would be. Well, the Colts have made it quite clear that they like Levis more than Stroud. Do other teams feel the same way? And if so, they would probably have to put a package together to then leapfrog the Colts to go to number three and take Levis. Or the Colts could have to say, I think there's a team out there that likes him as much as we do. we got to make sure we get the guy. So we're going to trade up one spot to number three to make sure that we get him. Like, I'm not going to rule that possibility out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's, but he's now Levis, as you said, not only favorite at some books to go number two overall, he is now like the clear cut favorite to go fourth overall. So two different spots there. I believe that you, I mean, he's, if he's there, Indy's taken him. Concur? Gotta be right. At this point. Yes. Yes. Now what happens with Arizona? I mean, to me, I think they have to trade that pick and that's, but then, but then that's where the Stroud stuff gets hairy Mm -hmm. now in the last week. Because it was two weeks ago, it was, well, if Stroud slips, then someone's going to jump up and grab him at three. I don't think it's outrageous to suggest maybe he could he could be out of the top ten. Or, you know, seven to the Raiders or fall out of the top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My God, can you imagine the Texans grabbing him at 12? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what that would be like. Uh, well, it's going to happen. But I mean, also, it, some, they, someone will fall. Yeah, are they are they going to be a player for Trey Lance, though? The Texas. We talked about that a little bit right. yesterday. And what right. would that package kind of look like? So Michael Lombardi um, here on VEASAN, his podcast called GM Shuffle. His show is called Lombardi Line, weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Uh, he said yesterday he thinks that Will Levis is going to be the second quarterback picked. He was asked, Stormy Bonatoni, uh, Bonatoni asked him where he thinks Stroud's going to go. He said no one knows. He could go five or six. He could go outside the top ten. Mm-hmm. He also said Bijan has a better chance to go in the top 10 than Stroud does. Oh, my God. Better chance to go in the top 10. I'm looking right now. Bijan Robinson's plus 160 to go top 10. But not if bad. Jeremiah is adamant he's not going to go to the Eagles, then who else is going to take him? Yeah. Could the Lions take him at 6? How about our guest coming up? With could, I was going to say, could the Falcons yes. take him at eight? Because yeah. he's actually, I'm looking. He's and a favorite. By the way, you look at DraftKings right now, they have odds up to be the first pick, second, all the way through number 10. Beautiful. So at the eighth pick overall, Bijan is plus 180 to go to the Falcons. And with how, how much they like to run the football, I mean, Corderell Patterson can't do this for much longer, can he? No. They took the kid from uh, Algier from BYU last year who was yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Are, are you buying that Ritter's our guy? I. Stroud, I'd throw it out there, Stroud, because Stroud and Richardson are thirty to one. I, I don't get I, it. I can't wait to see what our guest says in about seven minutes. I don't understand it. No, neither do I. What did you see last year where you said, "Okay, he's our starting quarterback next year"? The Mariota thing was, you know, you kind of ran of a gadget, funky offense, and he had a huge roster bonus due, so they cut bait there. But I, I that New Orleans game was horrible. Yeah, I mean, but I'm going to cut him a break. He's young. You're coming in and, and I don't have any experience, but to say that's going to be our guy for the future. Yep. And, and, and someone could fall to you and be there at eight. I don't know. I'll give you another one, too, because number two and number three, again, with what's going to happen at this point, who the hell knows? The Will Anderson draft position prop has been fascinating. Again, that was under three and a half, was plus yep. 370 not that long ago. And then that's gone back and forth like the last 48 hours. There was a book here in town, Las Vegas, that had Minus one forty, I believe. It was plus no, it was plus one twenty. Got as high as minus one forty. Now it's basically back to a pick'em at last check for him to go under three and a half. Again, that's changing with the wind. And where what books are you referencing? All, all the different books for number two. Because I Will, Will Hill has um, Will Levis, the, the favorite, favorite now to go second overall. And Caesars did. And now yeah. okay. And but that's not for the case bu- at DK. No, DK no. has a different favorite at number two. Uh huh. <laughs> so this is. Oh, I love the possibility here that these teams really don't know yet who they're going to take. As many people have suggested, by the way. And right now, the Will Anderson prop is back to minus 130 under three and a half at DraftKings. That is, and they moved Will Levis, by the way. Wow. 
He's no longer six and a half. He's four and a half under minus one eighty. Oh. So there was plenty of movement on him yesterday to go number four oh, overall and become God. the favorite there. I really think the Brady Quinn stuff. Leave the guy alone, right? The Brady Quinn. Oh, people attacking yeah. him and everything. If you listen to the the whole podcast and how he he was just asked about what are the reasons for this guy to fall. Yeah, and that was I mean people coming after him and nonstop tweeting at him and job. Uh, Jalen Ramsey called him a bum. It's, I mean, it's come on. Yeah, I, I heard because uh, Brady does national sports radio and Fox Sports Radio. I heard him on the way in. I thought Brady was excellent today explaining his. He's like, well, first of all, look, I was on the podcast because I was in this situation where I, I slipped was, in the draft. He was asked a question. So they were asked about my history and what went wrong and what I could, you know, say as possible angles here, why he's slipping. I threw it out there. And by the way, he explained over and over and over again how much he likes CJ Stroud. And then you have former players just coming out of the woodwork, I guess. And, well, Ryan Clark did. He, he was, like, blasting the guy. Same thing with RG3. But he, he explained yeah. his position, position today, and he's like, I, I don't have to justify anything. It's like you're calling, you're going to question my integrity? And well, the, the Jalen Ramsey thing's over the top. Um, lame. Trying to break a kid down. You were a bust. Shut up. You should have went to a passing academy or two. God, God bless, though. I mean, oh, is that he threw that in yeah, there, though? Okay. But God bless you? Okay, good, good, cool. Um, All about the Lord. No, they, and they, they pointed out today on the show, like, the high noon kickoff. How many times sure. do they broadcast games from in Columbus? Yeah. And Brady's part of that coverage. So he's around C.J. Stroud and the Buckeyes program more than anybody. How do you know? I'm talking about when it's all said and done. Get back to me Thursday night. Right. What, what if he goes out of the top ten? Something happened. Right. And we've we've also been told that some of these interviews were were horrendous. What transpired? Yeah. So we'll so continue talking NFL draft up next. Uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter is going to join the program. He has covered the Atlanta Falcons for many, many years. We'll ask him about Texas running back B. John Robinson being the favorite to go eighth overall. Do the Falcons take him at that spot, assuming he's still on the board? We'll ask him coming up here on Veasan. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the playoffs, all customers can get a no-sweat bet on any NBA same-game parlay when you opt in. Use the code VEASAN when you sign up. Got to be 21. Void where prohibited. DraftKings.com for full details. We'll continue talking NFL Draft here as D. Orlando Ledbetter joins the program. He has covered the Falcons in the NFL for a long time for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Good morning, sir. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Before we get into, uh, like, maybe specifics here with the draft, and this does cut, tie in a little bit, the team has been, you know, this offseason saying that Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy at quarterback. Well, they're picking eighth overall. With some of these QBs that might be dropping, who knows, that could be in their wheelhouse spot to take a guy at that position. Are, are, you, are you buying into that? Like, are, are you convinced that they're going to go to war with uh, Ritter starting next year as their guy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take them at their word for now, but they have done their due diligence. You know, uh, Richardson, Levis, and Stroud have been in here for visits because, you know, Terry uh, Fontenot told me out in uh, Phoenix at the owners meeting, you never know what's going to happen. You have to be prepared for everything. So as they rebuild the franchise and, uh, you know, you got to leave the option open on the table that they may pivot from the uh, quarterback situation. Uh you know, I don't know if that's Richardson, Stroud, or uh, Levis that would cause them to pivot, but you still have to be cognizant that they could do that. Right. Do, you, do you have any idea at this point how they would rank those three quarterbacks? And I can't imagine, I mean, if they're on the board and this Stroud thing happens to be real and he falls, they have 10 minutes. I mean, they have to, I think, kick that around a little bit, would they not? Well, oh, no, they definitely would. They've, they've interviewed these guys at the Combine, brought them in for visits. Uh, Richardson, Stroud, uh, for sure. I'm not sure about Levis at the Combine, but then all three of them came in here for visits, too. But I would uh, – they've been quarterback snobs here in the first three years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only one they really liked was Trevor Lawrence. They didn't like Trey Lance, didn't like um, Justin Fields or uh, Mac Jones that year. And then last year um, they took uh, Ritter – who was the second quarterback behind Pickett. 
Uh, so, you know, uh, some folks thought Willis might be the, the guy. And then this year, you know, uh, Bryce Young um, is, uh, you know, the number one, it's apparently. And the other three guys, uh, Stroud, two, Levis, a uh, little bit older. Uh, maybe he's three. And then Richardson has the mega upside. I would think Richardson would be the target if they decide to pivot. Okay. You put up a uh, poll on your Twitter about who they should take, and, and Robinson won in a landslide. He's the favorite at DraftKings. What do you think about Robinson and the fans wanting him at, at, with the pick? Well, I think they uh, they know that, uh, you know, over the years I've been a big proponent of the best player available. Right. And, uh, and so we coached him up on that. <laughs> and if this is a top five talent and you got the eighth pick, he's the best player available. That's all they're doing there. And, um, you know, uh, the devaluation of the running backs is is true. We haven't had one uh, taken uh, before 24 in the last couple of drafts. Saquon was the last one to go in the top 10 at 2 and 18. Uh, so, yeah, that would be a bold move. Uh, but, you know, when you're rebuilding and you're, you, need, you need pieces all over the place, you want to take the best players and you'll figure out how to play them and use them later. Yes. Okay. So if he's there, assuming that Bijan is there at number eight, would you bet on that that being the pick there at number eight for Atlanta? No, I wouldn't bet on it. I would think they I think they're saying best player available, but they probably will go need, thinking they'll stay on the defensive side of the ball. You got a couple options at that point. Uh, but the quarterback thing is, you know, mysterious. It's it's kind of messing it all up. But my chain of thought right now is hey, defense, uh Van S, Nolan Smith, uh, maybe I don't think Tyree gets to him. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're clearly um, 31st against the pass rush, 31st on third downs, did a lot in free agency, and could continue to stay on that side of the ball here in the draft. Yeah, it seems to me like, and that, that's favored for a reason here, right, would be that position. D is that uh, they're going to go defensive line or edge. They wouldn't, if one of those cornerbacks is still there, and they probably will be, Witherspoon or Gonzalez, they're not going to go that route. I can't imagine that. They, they would go with a guy like somebody you brought, like if Wilson slips or Van S or somebody else like that? Yeah, I think so. The cornerbacks, they think they can come back and get one of those. Uh, you know, and then they're trying to save Jeff Okunda. They got him on a, yep. a flyer uh, from uh, Detroit. So they're trying to save him and, uh, you know, maybe come back in and get a cornerback later. They don't think that the the, the uh, top cornerbacks here are much different than the second or third round cornerbacks. So um, they definitely, I don't think they would go that way. The only other alternative would be the offensive lineman. Uh, if they, you know, Skaronsky's going to be a player. You know, Paris Johnson is too. And then you got Broderick Jones. So I'm thinking big, uh, either offense or defense. Do you know all those offensive linemen that you just rattled off? Who is highest on their big board there between Skaronsky and uh, Paris Johnson? Uh, yeah, Pere- uh, um, yeah uh, Skor- um, Paris Johnson would be a one, Karansky two, and uh, Jones three is, uh, you know, what I've seen. Uh, Darnell uh, Wright is coming up too, yep. but I don't know if he's in that group also. So uh, Dewan Jones was hearing a lot about him earlier, the Ohio, State other, Ohio State's other tackle. So, um, uh, you know, you just want to be right uh, on that pick there at eight. Yeah, that's great info. It's yeah. follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest is D. Orlando Ledbetter. He has covered the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL for a long time for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He's on Twitter, at D. Orlando AJC. How about another guy in your neck of the woods played college ball at the National Champs in Georgia uh, with Stetson Bennett, and they have, like, betting props on him where he's going to go. I think he's going to get drafted. I know he's, you know, mid-20s at this point, but... Kind of based on what happened with Brock Purdy last year, I think teams will look at Bennett maybe in the same kind of ilk and say, I think that he can be our guy late in the draft. Do you agree with that? Do you think he does go in the draft? And if so, like which round would make sense? Yeah, I think he's uh, has the best chance to go in the fifth. Uh, you know, definitely anytime after that. You know, everybody's got an eye on Baltimore because that's where Todd Munkin's at. Uh, and he, you know, would, you know, be able to help with the uh, installations and so forth up there with, uh, uh, you know, maybe Lamar, eventually Lamar or Lamar's replacement. But yeah, kind of. Um, all he did was win. They tried to run him off. You know, he couldn't beat out uh, uh, Jake Fromm, then Justin Fields, then 
Uh, then he beat out JT Daniels, just the whole quarterback carousel over at UGA, and he ended up taking over and becoming the winningest quarterback in uh, school history. So, you know, the NFL teams know that. Uh, he's a little smallish, but all he did was make plays uh, for um, the last two years with, you know, a great assemblage of talent. But, yeah, he's going to get a shot in the NFL and uh, is definitely uh, has a chance to, you know, maybe be a guy that can get you through a game or, uh, you know, take over for a couple games and, you know, maybe develops even more um, to be a guy that could take over at some point. But, you know, he's a little bit older. Uh, he, he was in college forever. <laughs> so, so I don't know how big his ceiling is, but he's certainly a, a, a spunky little quarterback that, that's going to get a shot in the NFL. Now, how about his college teammate with the dogs, Jalen Carter, who's been at or near the top of the draft board for a long time. Then the offseason happened and, we all know what has gone on here with the background here and off the field stuff. Where do you think Jalen Carter eventually goes here in the draft? Yeah, I, I think he's going to Seattle. Um, you know, he's done a, a good comeback from, uh, you know, all accounts during the interviews and so forth. Uh, but, you know, I think teams will be understanding that, you know, a young kid went through a traumatic situation in a car accident, uh, watching one of his teammates die, one of the recruiting workers. And, yeah, probably working out for the combine and the, the pro day probably wasn't a high priority, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then, you know, the, the folks wanted to dig into his history. Uh, but it's all there, and the teams have all that research and uh, investigators to check everything out. Uh, he probably doesn't need to be driving um, wherever city goes to uh, until he, you know, uh, you know, probably just don't want to do that. But his football talent has been, um, you know, undeniable. I know last year when Georgia had all the players up there, all the scouts wanted to ask me about Jalen Carter. He's like, the real player is still there, the, the big guy, Jalen Carter. And so they were all anticipating seeing him put on a show at uh, the Combine and, and his pro day. That just didn't happen. Uh, but they do have the game tape and the films and, and the recommendations from the Georgia staff on what kind of person and what kind of player Jalen Carter is. We only have like 30 seconds here. What if Carter's on the board at number eight? You mentioned the Falcons taking defensive linemen. Would they get, would they go with him? I don't think so. They keep talking character and makeup, but they had him in for a visit. So their, their problems with uh, the issues may have been settled. Uh, you know, I know coming into this week, we were thinking they would pass and the whole state would be in an uproar. But uh, <laughs> if he's there, maybe they do take him. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at DOrlandoAJC and read him in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, thanks so much for the time today, sir. We really appreciate the time. All right. Thank you all. Thanks for having me. Have a yeah, great, great job. day. Be good. There you go. Now, how about this? With his, He ranks Paris Johnson. He has them go. Yeah. Number, he's the longest shot on the board at DraftKings, 60-1 to 1 to go number eight. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, if, he, if he has them number one in the pecking order, uh, and, I, and I'm with you. I don't know. Well, Gonzalez, Witherspoon. Carter, Wilson, those guys probably won't be there. I can't. Then they're not going to take them anyway. I can't yeah, imagine right. that. We'll get into uh, today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. You'll get unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, date, and more. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now only 999 slash subscribe. A little bit here on today's Major League Baseball card. By the way, Padres with a win last night at on the road against the Diamondbacks, and Fernando Tatis Jr. made his return uh-huh. to the lineup. He didn't do anything last night. He was no. 0 for 5. He was red hot, though, playing in the minors, getting ready for his call-up here. Bogarts is hitting 350 on, on the year. He smacked another home run last night. So now with uh, Tatis back fully loaded, no excuses for this offense here. You need to go out there and score four, yep. five, six runs a game. And they did last night, and he did nothing. So even with those seven runs without that guy... Moving forward today, it's uh, Seth Lugo going for the Padres against Zach Gallen. Gallen's last two starts, 11 Ks followed by 7 Ks, 13.2 innings pitched, five hits, one walk, zero earned runs, and his fastball velocity is back up. The last couple of games, this is the Zach Gallen who finished the year so strong last year. Mm-hmm. Great story so far with Arizona. You're right, and we'll see if now the bats come alive uh, with the Padres. And they can uh, get hot and, and get on a roll here in the division. Yeah, you're, you're seeing here the Padres favored. Yep. I think it's just because of uh, Tatis being back here. I, I think there's a. Well, I like Seth Lugo. He's fine, but this if this is the gallon we're going to get, he should be favored in the game. Yeah, I was wrong yesterday. I said how can the Red Sox be favored? And they pounded the Twins, the Giants, against the Mets who are hot. And the Mets have won seven of eight now. Right, right. And how bad the Giants have been and offensively. I don't know Things are that. not going well for that team. No, that was uh, you know great call by V since Adam Burke. A great call. It's early on, but he made a great case as to why it could be a long year in San Francisco. Yes, uh, during his season previews here, making the rounds on the network, and his write ups right. on a daily basis are. Fit. If you don't read his stuff, he's like the number one guy when it comes to breaking down baseball, betting on a daily basis. Vsin.com. He's awesome, and he does the daily podcast as well for baseball betting. So uh, his name's Adam Burke again, and he's phenomenal with this sport. So. Um, definitely good insight on uh, with him on a daily basis. Some guys who I think have maybe some misleading numbers taking the mound today. One of those would be uh, Ashcraft for the Reds. Pirates. Yep. I was going to talk about this. Yep. Blazing hot still. Yep. Okay. They've won five of one, five of six rather. They're nine and two last eleven against the Reds. And I know you're going to go here with Ashcraft, but the, uh, the the pitching opponents batting average thirtieth, giving up five point run point four runs per game. ERA 26th, whip 29th. Yikes. Okay. And the Pirates have been killing it, and Keller's $1.30. Okay. So Ashcraft, again, his ERA looks really, really good. It's 1.42. But the truer indication is FIP. That's actually 3.48. So more than two full runs higher than his ERA. He's getting lucky a little bit with the uh, batting average of balls in play. It's 260. That's below like a mm-hmm. uh, an average pitcher or average luck in baseball. left on base rate. The average is right around 70 to 72%. You can get away with that if you, when you walk a lot of guys like he does, if you're a high strikeout pitcher, which he isn't. So if he keeps putting guys on base, eventually runs are going to come, and that could be as early as today. Imagine the Pirates if O'Neill Cruz never got hurt. Oh, good call. Another, I know. So this has been a great story to begin the season Mm -hmm. here in Pittsburgh. Yes. I, you have to see runs and maybe look at the race against Kopech today. 
They're number one in home runs, batting average, on base, slugging, OPS, and and runs. And Kopex allowed seven home runs. You got some funky props you want to look at there where guys to go deep? I mean, they lead the league in home runs, and you're going against a guy who's been serving them up. But this White Sox rotation and the pitching in general, my God, what yeah. happened? And the Rays are $1.65 at home today. Think about this, Paulie. Kopech's ERA on the season is 6.32, which is just you, you, you're going to be cut or sent down to the, to the minors with that kind of an ERA. The FIP is 9.26. So already a god-awful ERA actually should be worse. Three runs worse, actually. So it's not going well for this team. And you're right. I mean, the, the Rays should back at home now. This should be mm-hmm. a very long weekend for the White Sox. It should not go well for this team. Yep. Yep. Totally with you. And I see a lot of runs in that game. How about the Rangers? Gray against Sears. Ace, 3-16. and 16. They lost seven in a row and 13 of 14. Texas, six runs per game. This isn't, doesn't scream Texas run line here. Well, this is, um, I, I put this down in my notes because we do have a handful of pitchers today with like drastic differences in their ERA and their FIP. John Gray's one of them. 3.21 ERA, the FIP is 5.53 eh. month into the season. So he's getting a little bit of luck uh-huh. involved so far. But it is, it's the A's we're talking about here. Again, worst run differential in history through 19 games. That was per uh, baseballreference.com. So, and Sears has actually been lucky this year because his BABIP is only 233. So when balls are in play, it's a very low batting average. Does that flip around today? Very well could against the Rangers offense. It's been pretty damn good. God, they can hit. Scary lineup, what they've done so far. I, I think they'll uh, they'll explode. Are you going to rule out the idea of yeah. maybe the Rangers winning the AL West and like the Cubs or the Pirates making a really deep run at this thing in the NL Central? I'm not. I think both things could happen. Really? I'll just yeah. call the first one. I think the Pirates will fall off. No, but the Cubs, okay. though. I threw out the Cubs out there, uh, too. Yeah. This Brewers thing is nuts. What, are they going to win 112 games? Don't count out the Cardinals. I know it doesn't I, look You can't good, do right. that. I know. They do know. this every year. I know. They're around 500, and then it's July, and whoop, look at who's in first place. Here comes 14 of 60, yeah. right? You're right. I, I should not but, be doing that. Although, Paulie, today they're sending out Stephen Matz to the mound. It has been ugly for him this year, and if the Mariners' offense is ever going to get it going, it's going to be in a spot like today where they should be able to pound Stephen Matz into oblivion. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but his numbers are atrocious pretty much across the board. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We we yesterday we referenced how big will these lines be when we get in July and August, and it's these bad teams. Well, twins, two ten at home against the Nats. It is Otani, but the Angels are two eighty against the Royals. Texas seems short at two dollars. I mean, these teams are so bad. Yeah, the Rockies got the win yesterday. Nola's two eighty at home, Oof. and the Phillies have been a disappointment. So, I mean, look at these prices already today. How bad these teams are. Aaron Nola is a uh, positive regression candidate. His ERA is 5.91. The FIP is 3.60. Part of the reason why, because of his BABIP again, batting average of balls in play is 348, which is much higher than like the league average. Um, with Otani going, are you surprised? I know he only went three innings in the rain. You know that was a delay game at Fenway on Monday, but he just went on Monday three innings. Now they're going to trot him back out there. I looked at like three or different, three or four different spots last night, and every one has him listed. So, all right, yeah, fair yeah. enough. That's not the story. The story is Jeff Passan yesterday. If they, as soon as they fall out of contention, that's it. I'm not coming back and get me out of here. Now that's the story. Oh, that, well, if that's true. I mean, that is nuts. If it could happen this soon, and you know the pressure that they're on, or that they're under, just to, to stay in this for as long as possible. Yeah. But that report, and he's a good reporter. That as soon as this goes sideways, that's it. Get me out of here. Demand a trade. Yeah. Well, that and all the Angels would say it's time to move on anyway for the guy. Uh-huh. They can't. I mean, going to give him $500 million? They won't, they, they won't pay for the broadcasters to go on the road. Think about this for a second. If we're giving, like, the Mavericks deserve to get, like, blasted, right, for allowing Brunson to walk for nothing, same thing could happen with Kyrie Irving. That's nothing compared to the Angels if they allow Otani to go for nothing. That's 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 yeah, the worst right. of all time. Yeah, no no question. Okay, so what 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 do you how do you even come close to getting fair value though? I mean, what, well, I don't even I, I don't even know how to. I, oh, what's the conversation? What's the bidding? I don't word? even know where it starts. You you call Mets, Dodgers, whoever, and empty the farm system. Yank. Okay, 
What do you want to give up? How many proven players do you want? Oh, God. I, I, honestly, it's a, it's a great conversation to have. The, but you've been all over the Royals and how bad this team has been since, like, the first week right. of the season. Specifically, first five, the offense doesn't do anything against the starter. Yeah. Okay, so he's striking out almost 12 yeah. batters per nine innings. His, his walk rate is very high, Otani. That's got to come down a little bit. But the Royals strike out. They're one of the worst teams against right-handed pitchers in baseball striking out. And they're 20, Paul, they're 29th in OPS, 29th in slugging, last in on base, last in average. <laughs> you want to go, go completely contrarian here today and bet the Royals team total over? I mean. Uh, well, the, that's, that's a bullpen angle. Also. Just play it safe. It's a good point. The, like the how, game over in, in Texas the, the, with the run line. How long do they want to try Otani out there for today? Yeah. If he just pitched three innings on Monday. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's. Well, my fault. I thought the Royals. My, I got that wrong. I thought the Royals were playing uh, Texas. Royals right. playing the Angels. Yeah. I, are you, you don't think that's a concern? I don't think that's a big deal. You do? Yeah. That was my first thought. Is that, again, I yeah, had a No. Right. I'm sure he signed off on it. Oh, I'm sure. If there was did. any, if oh, there was sure, any yeah. issue, he'd say. Yeah. yeah. All right. More NFL draft coming up next. Blake Brockenmeyer is going to join the program. The whole thing near the top is pretty chaotic. Who does he have at two, three, five? What happens to some of these players? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.